Hi, hello. Thank you for joining us for Sister Wives, Season 2, Episode 4, Carving into Polygamy. Before we deep dive the episode, we thought we would do something a little bit different and touch on the gossip of the Brown family. First off, McKelty and Tony said that Robin and Cody will be downsizing and moving closer to them in St. George. My initial reaction is, it seems like this is due. I mean, the, the amount of money you get from the show is probably going down. You, you have less uh, people contributing to the pot. Possibly ending soon. Apparently, you have expensive taste, so it, it takes a lot to upkeep this million-dollar home. Where are they going to put all their crap? I don't know. But the thing is, is downsizing to them, does that mean buying a smaller home? Could it be a cheaper home, but it's the same size? It just happens to be in Utah. I believe it means smaller home. But then that brings me to, and I can't remember if we talked about this on the pod before or just our shit talk. Are the kids going? What are your thoughts? Who's going? Who's not? If you're downsizing, I would imagine the older kids wouldn't be joining you. I mean, let's imagine everyone, everyone came with that's one, two, five, seven bodies. I mean, how much can you downsize with? And they all need their own bedrooms. Exactly. That many people, they all need their own bedrooms. How much are you really going to be able to downsize? And a nanny. I mean, that's eight. (laughs) Nanny's husband, that's nine. (laughs) Their kids. The other thing that comes to mind is it's amazing for years, years. I mean, it must be like, almost the whole lifetime of the show since they moved away from Utah, Cody sold it as, you know, essentially Utah's the enemy. They're out, they're out to mm-hmm. get me. It's just funny how now that he's down to one wife, it's not plural marriage anymore. Her oh, family oh. lives there. To my knowledge, her family is still in Utah. Are they in Utah or Vegas? They were in Vegas when they moved to Vegas. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So you're talking about Robin, Robin's uh, Yeah, parents. I'm bitter for no reason. It's just interesting to me how you've seen almost all of your adult children move back to Utah. Almost. I mean, there's a, there's a few caveats, right? Like Hunter and Maddie. And I think Logan lives in, uh, Daddy Logan lives in Vegas. Vegas. Mm-hmm. Hunter lives so, in Vegas. Sort of he's creeping back up to Utah. It's just, it's just fascinating to me how he's such a hypocrite. Oh, yeah. I mean, in every way, not even just where he lives, how he lives his life. Remember back in the back in the day, one of the queens did not waver. Christine always wanted to move to Utah. And for a split second, Cody agreed with her. He thought, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Yeah, that's sounds kind of like a good idea. Went home. What happened? Went home to his home, a.k.a. Robin's house. What happened? Real different in the group talk. Real. <laughs> real. Turned it back real quick. <laughs> so that was denied. They didn't move back. Marriages broke down. People moved over. Man, at some point, Janelle's going to be the only one in Flagstaff. That brings me to my next point. Where does Mary live? Does she still live in her mansion in Flagstaff? You know what's sad? When I said Janelle, I didn't even think about Mary. <laughs> I know you did. That didn't. Mary was still there. I'm yeah. sorry, Mary, but I'm rooting for you to do your thing. But you're at the moment, you seem like you have nothing going on besides your LuLaRoe empire. But maybe she loves Flagstaff like Janelle does. Here's the thing. The bed and breakfast is in Parowan, Utah. Yes. I, 
is there anything there in Parowan or in yeah in Parowan not that I know like, of. it almost seems like you're on the interstate and that would just be a tiny town you'd be like okay I need to get gas and I'm like I keep going I don't like stop for anything Mary's B&B is there but <laughs> the fact that she, at this point in time there's nothing holding her back and she just doesn't live in Parowan I mean, in some ways, she must think that, too. Yes, I have a business there, but I don't like it enough to move there. I think that's very accurate considering her friend runs the B&B. Like, she doesn't want to run it, I don't think. But there's another thing. Your friend already lives there, so in some way, you'd be closer to what seems like one of your few friends. You know what my... Okay, side quest right now. (laughs) You know how her friend was moving from the Northwest to Texas and basically stopped in Parowan? Did her family continue to Texas or do they live in Parowan as well? And this was Jen? Yeah. And Jen makes it seem like it was her husband and kids. Yes, multiple. I don't know. It would be a hard sell to try to get someone to live in Parowan. I think so. And the plan was Texas for a reason. Yeah, it'll be interesting this next year to see where... Janelle and Mary end up either solidifying, saying, no, I'm staying where I'm at mm-hmm. or moving. seems like Janelle visits Christine a fair amount. Mm-hmm. I, you know, at some point I'd be like, well, what's another little jump? I know your dream was Flagstaff for some reason. Why not come back? Going back to the initial question, I'm saying that Dayton is like, finally, he can get away from his mom. He stays in Flagstaff or moves to Vegas. I say either one. And then the girls stay with mom and dad and move in to the home, the eventual downsizing in Utah. Should we move on to the next topic? Yes, because that's not the only couple that is solidifying their stay in Utah. Back in the Holy Land, back where it all began, Christine and David not only got engaged, But Surviving Sister Wives podcast posted in the subreddit yesterday that David and Christine bought a house, a new development in Lehigh, Utah. Incredible. Back at home. Good old Lehigh. It's it's full circle. It's full circle. It's amazing. Did they drive past the house? She probably mentioned where it was and, oh, yeah, we used to live there. Oh, I bet she took him. That's probably it. She took him. Oh, for, I mean, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Oh, Truly's little home. That's where she came home. You know, in some ways, that's a lot of moving for Truly. Okay. That's what I said when I... Okay. Engagement news, nothing but happiness. But Truly has never truly had stability. Like, at all. How many years were they in Vegas? Four or five? Am I making that up? Was it way more? It might have been more. Okay. But yeah, Truly Baby, Vegas, Flagstaff. Vegas was probably her true home where she was like aware, had friends. Right. Yeah. Then we go Flagstaff. Mm -hmm. First part one with her mom, Utah, and now part two, second home, Utah. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, let's let's back up because major news and engagement. Yes, engagement. Official. What are your thoughts? What were your initial thoughts? You're reading the news. You're scrolling through the subreddit. Are you like, what the fuck? Holy shit. Oh, my God. My initial thought was, of course, it was coming. I don't know. I I was surprised it officially happened. Initial response, it feels too soon. 
It mm. feels like we were with someone for 26 years. It's been like a year. No, no, no. It's been two years, excuse me, since that marriage ended. Have been with David about six months-ish. I mean, my theory is it's been even longer than that. It's just longer than what they told. And already moved in, already engaged. Feels fast. But hearing other people's opinions did change my opinion a little bit. So at that point, phase in your life, you know, know more than probably any time before who you are, what you want, what your expectations are, what you need for truly. I mean, you are so much mature, wiser. You've had a lot of experiences by this point in your life. Is it rushing? Probably not, honestly. Now my thoughts. (laughs) I think you're more where I was. Okay. Initially, yes. I am very happy for her. I want her to be happy. We've always wanted her to find love. If this all works out for her, incredible. Fantastic. But, and now I want to preface this by saying, I hear everyone's opinion and I totally understand both sides. And and if you're on the other side, I get it. Like, I wouldn't even really counter argue. I'd be like, yeah, I I get your argument. Like, that's cool. Like, there's no counter argument for me. But just my opinion, my opinion after witnessing this woman be in this relationship so long and being married so young i don't even think i don't even know how many people she dated before cody or if he might have been no i think that was it yeah i just wanted her to give it more time almost like i get it you're in love you you think you at this moment in time you think you found the one the forever okay you you thought that as well with cody so let's let's pump the brakes a little bit what's the rush If it's meant to be, if it's going to be forever, if it's forever, what is the rush? We were debating this a lot over the weekend because we knew early on, like, yeah, we're going to get married. But we had the exact opposite reaction. (laughs) Instead of being like, yeah, we know this is it. Let's get married. It was, we know this is it. Let's wait almost a decade. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know. Neither one of us felt the need to be married. Like, we felt very intertwined already. But again, just a different reaction. That was just ours. Some people say, yeah, this is it. So why wait? I think part of me also selfishly wanted Christine to try just a little bit more Skittles. I know. Have a little bit more free time. Yes. To not even seriously date anyone. No, that's being selfish. That's (laughs) probably not her vibe. That's probably not her thing. One other thing that's going to come out from this is this will be her first official marriage. Yes, she has the certificate. Well, she's going to have the certificate, the ring, the portraits. Beautiful. Follow up. Is Cody and Brown invited? No, (laughs) no, (laughs) absolutely not. But are we done with this topic? Because that seamlessly goes into my next. Let's do it. Happy for you, Christine. I wish you all the best. Yes. I always say per my girl, Darcy Silva, I love love. I'll take it in any form. And this is a glorious, sweet, full circle moment. All right. The next bit of gossip relating to who's invited to the wedding. Gwen is getting married in June or July, I believe. And she stated on her Patreon that she has invited everyone. Cody, Robin, and all the children, I assume not paid him, but everyone else. Now, I have a theory on this. Hmm. The moment you mentioned this to me, I thought, okay, now that this has been sort of 
publicly announce to the community that I have invited my whole family. When the photos inevitably come out, everyone is going to look at who showed and who no showed. Mm hmm. I, as much as, okay, you guys remember, I mean, I think we dropped an episode the weekend of Logan's wedding, and I was like, I need to know this, this, and this. This is what I've gathered so far. Like, very into it. I will be even more so on the lookout for this wedding because so much has happened since Logan's wedding. Another tie back to Christine. I was hearing some of the other pods mention this. And we've came to pretty much the same conclusion. But do you think Christine would get married before Gwen? No, no way. I don't see her doing that to Gwen. And that's very much okay. A tie back to real early on. Do you remember Maddie and McKelty's wedding? How they were really close together and the parents were super freaked out about McKelty getting married the same year as Maddie. God, even a whole year sounds I mean, that's should be fine, right? Yeah, so they didn't want it, like, within the same year. So they that's why McKelty had to get married in December, because Maddie already had, like, the wedding in summer. That thought process isn't realistic when you have somewhere between, I think, five-ish daughters relatively in the same window of possibly able to get married. What do you... Someone gets married and they're like, oh, well, you better hurry up and pick the year because you might be five years <laughs> down until you can get married. Maybe. So that was the whole reason behind the winter wedding. But I don't see Christine doing that, but I can see a very whimsical winter wedding. I apologize for going back so much, but I hope they go all out on Christine's wedding. Oh, yes. Oh, I told you last night. I was like, oh, she's already fishing for free stuff. I see you do it. Why not? I don't have those opportunities. You use your opportunities. So she posted on Instagram, girl, I see you in a very cute, lacy white top. Get it? The bride? Adorable. I see it. Anyway, her post was about, hey, do you know anyone in Utah who could, who you could recommend that does flowers or dresses or cakes and all this stuff? And I was thinking, ah, okay, we're already going to do... Like the promotional, hey, cake is free. You get a social media shout out. I see it. Well, it's going to be the inevitable episode. Oh, I'll be so disappointed if it's not a like season building up to that or its own special. Like if we don't get it at all, I would be so disappointed. We actually talked about this yesterday that the, the title of the show at this point in time really makes no sense anymore. There are no more sister wives. Nope. Former sister wives. Like they, they, I'm curious of how, for example, you know how we always joke how they just like never change the intro? Like how lazy is this production company? They just don't change the What the hell are you going to do for the intro now? There is nobody Oh, they in have this to relationship. keep it. They have to keep it just for branding purposes. Even though you're right, there are no sister wives. Oh, man. I just can't stop thinking about how excited for these two weddings, Christine and Gwen's, analyzing everything. But also happy for Gwen. I uh, hope yeah, it's a good it's moment. Hope it's a good moment for the family, for for them and their 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 partner. I need to know who's sitting within the first two rows. Any more hot goss? I think that's it. We have the downsizing, the engagement, the move, and then Gwen's wedding. No, I think that's it. I think we covered it pretty good. On to this episode. 
It revolves around Halloween, how chaotic it was, and I was just surprised multiple times in the episode how long we waited to do any Halloween festivities. Do you think the delay was due to typical brown nature, or do you think it's because of filming? No, I would imagine they always do things around this time. Same. And this is why. (laughs) I'm cutting forward a little bit, but even the pumpkin patch where they're like, there's basically shit left because you're going there the day before Halloween. Well, there's probably also major discounts. I took it as all those were a dollar. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, just take them, actually. They're, you know, they're about to go. Just just I was almost insulted when I saw the person weighing them. I was like, who's buying these? Just let these let this family have them. So it is the day before Halloween and they are going to have a pizza party in the park and then go to get pumpkins at the pumpkin patch. First, we start out with the crazy driving arrangements. Okay, would this help or hurt if every kid had like an assigned seat? That wouldn't work, right? Because like kids are very dramatic and they are hating someone someday and they want to be with someone another. Like it wouldn't work, right? Okay, again, we are not parents. If you're a parent of a decent amount of children, please hit us up. But the way I think it could work with this size of people, you just got to lay the law down and be like, this is your seat. Like, always, right? No ifs, ands, or buts. This is your, when we are all traveling, this is where you're sitting. I was thinking too, that would be way easier of like, you always have this seat. It doesn't matter. So there's no, no one's calling shotgun. No one's doing anything. Cause when, when they're getting together, they're, they're almost figuring out, okay, who's writing with Janelle? Who's writing mm-hmm. with Christine? Like back and forth, back and forth constantly. And I'm like, man, if you just had to sign seating, it would be like, no question. That's what I say but too, but I don't know if it's parents, realistic. Parents are going to hit us and be like, there is no way that is <laughs> realistic. That is never going to happen. Exactly. But again. Another moment, by the way, pizza party. I fucking love a pizza party. Yeah, Great in the job. park, adorable. No hot dogs? No, no, hot, no dogs? hot dogs? Hello? Once again, Cody, this car is fucking useless for this family. I, every time I see it, I'm irrationally angry. You fit more in Mary's jalopy car than you can in this car. And they're both like two doors, I think. Yeah. But at this point, Leon and Logan are driving and Leon had no business driving, let alone driving with a child in the car. That scared me. Like didn't really know how to reverse well, was barely driving forward. Like it freaked me out. I don't want to be that dude, but also a little bit illegal, very illegal. (laughs) Cody talks about how well Robin has integrated into their family. And Robin says, you guys have integrated very well into my family, too. Another moment where the conversation could just end. It's a nice, happy moment. But Robin has to, has to add her own spin to things. Yeah, we could have just not said that. Just had a nice moment. Next. No. No. (laughs) I think also she, I feel like she is under pressure to be a part of the family, even in like any and all conversations. Because that is a way also how she feels like, yes, I am actively, excuse me actively participating as a member of this family that's true but i almost take it i don't like it when she knows everything about everything this one was fine i'm just sensitive to anything robin says i i will admit that but there's some times where i'm like you you have never been in a polygamous relationship i was yeah i was about to say that that is that's probably the part that gets you the most 
We get a really cute section of different couch confessionals with different pairings, or excuse me, different groups of kids. So we start off with Logan and the older kids, and he talks about how the transition has gone really well, about the kiddos joining the family. Then we get a small group of other kids, Gwen, Savannah, Brianna, and Aurora. I guess... The only scene we see is we don't see the actual hair pulling, but we do see Brianna crying into her lap. Savannah, just the sweetest child ever, is rubbing her back. And Gwen says, after she says, she pulled my hair, Gwen says, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Okay, (laughs) ma'am, ma'am, Gwen, baby Gwen. If you didn't mean to pull her hair, what did you mean to do? Things just happen. When you're a kid, your hands have a mind of their own. You don't know what I, you're doing. I, I could, you can tell Gwen definitely was like a little bit of a bully. I don't think a bully. I think she just like didn't really maybe like just, think maybe, of the consequences of things. Like very like, how do you say like split decision making? I don't know. A hair pull is kind of. I mean, the hair is just there. You're zoning out. Your hand reaches up. You don't know what you're doing. I can see it. Like, ma'am, I am not a Barbie. <laughs> We cut to Robin, who says that Brianna is very thinned skin. She is tender in both feeling and in physical. And in my notes, I wrote, I wonder who she gets that from. We were in some kind of conversation a long time ago where this scene was really important to how how Robin's kids, I guess, analyzed acceptance into the family where they thought it was bullying. And I think Robin herself thought it was bullying as well. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I mean, this is just how these kids grew up. They're growing up in a sort of, um, I don't want to say tough, but just, you know, the family is, they're so big that like, Hey, we, we can't dilly dally about like small things. Like, yeah. what are you crying about? Like, no, stop crying. But also in the first season, I believe it was Janelle or Christine said like, oh, they're bullying each other. That's like a great sign. They view them as an equal. They're already part of the family, just as all the other kids get bullied as well. Which like in hindsight, like, is that great? Well, no, I mean, imagine <laughs> imagine if they just met a, a some kid they didn't know. You're probably not going to be bullying that kid because they could really be seen as you're, you're just a bully. Yeah. Right. You, you make a friendship, you find out about them, and then you sort of pick on each other. I, I can see that from friends that know each other and, and, you know, siblings, I guess, that are sort of, in this situation, it's just interesting to see how you're right. I think Robin, I know we know she instills fear in her kids, but it's more of how she was sort of caught, maybe coddles her kids when they cry or like, yes, they expect a, a type of reaction when they cry and they weren't getting that from the Brown kids. Gabe talks about how he likes their personalities, but that Brianna will cry for no reason. Maddie and the older kids say that they were just raised differently from them. That when they come in and start crying over stupid things that they would have been told to knock it off and to go play. Logan, being the sweetheart he is, says that he thinks that it's teaching them all a little bit more patience. I would like to point out that in this episode, we see so many examples of Daddy Logan being a better dad than Cody. So keep an eye out for that. So it's time to leave the park. And I'd like to point out that Leon is no longer driving with Cody, but now is driving Mary. So I think that maybe that also freaked out Cody. <laughs> I could see Cody thinking, Leon's going to fuck up my car. Like, oh, yeah. Go, go drive your mom's car. <laughs> Can't risk it. They all arrive at the farm. They're holding tiny bunnies. There's a hay bale maze. And truly was going ham on this rabbit. 
Really? I, I didn't I was like, oh, I God, don't that. grab it. Uh, it I, wasn't I, going ham, I but it was a lot. I didn't get that from initial watch, but I didn't want to pet a little bunny rabbit. Yeah, so cute. It is time to pick pumpkins. Everyone goes out to the field. Everyone's looking for their perfect pumpkin, though a lot of them are green and... Like warty pumpkins? A little warty, a little maybe not perfect. Dayton is talking about how he wants to find a big, plump pumpkin, but Gabe says that's only on TV. And I'm thinking, well, this is probably all you know if you're going like the day before that they're just like all green and like not perfect. It's like there are a lot of orange pumpkins out there. <laughs> Daddy Logan's out here helping everyone find their perfect pumpkins, might I add. And uh, we, you know, don't really see Cody anywhere. There's a cute scene of Dayton. You know what Cody does a good job of? Hmm. And I've heard uh, Ace and Caitlin mention this on their pod is Cody's great at looking very busy, but he's not doing anything. That's exactly why he runs between the houses in Vegas. There's no need. How much time is that saving you? Two seconds. Also, we knew in Vegas times that Cody was basically only living with Robin even back then. So like, I can't wait to get to Vegas because an- analyzing those seasons are going to be incredible. Now that we know that, like I didn't mm. know that then. There's a cute scene when Dayton tells Mary to put his pumpkin in his arm so that he could carry it. And he quickly changes his mind and says, take it back, take it back. <laughs> this was a great learning moment for a child that um, if you can't pick this up from the ground, you're probably not going to be able to carry it. Probably not. Also, okay, I ultra analyzed Mary in this situation. She played it off fairly cool, but I could tell she was really fucking annoyed. I know, (laughs) but she did do well. She did. She did make it like a teaching moment, like you said. We cut to a scene of Cody and Mary. He says, I'm warning you. I suggest you not move them. Mary continues to move the wheelbarrow full of pumpkins. And Cody says, come on, show us your strong womanhood. He's doing nothing, might I add. He's not moving any wheelbarrows. He's not helping the children. Mary does this because she has to get things done. I think Mary's used to being in this mode. Yeah. This being active, being progressive about things. Let's get things done. Cody's not. He just is delegating or, you know, raising his voice and telling people how to do things, but never actually doing anything himself. Might I add that Mary did make it all the way back to the little area where you pay with the wheelbarrow, did not lose any pumpkins on the way. There's a scene on the couch where Logan talks about how Mary takes charge. And Maddie says that Mary is not the leader because she's the first wife. It's just her personality. Isn't that such a stark difference to like later seasons where we see her maybe once or twice in like four episodes and she doesn't say a word? Like, she's been beaten down that bad and is in such a bad shape with Cody that she doesn't even speak. You're talking about all these sit-downs they have where they're talking about their family, how they're going to make this well, work. yeah, because that's the only scene we get with her. Yeah, and essentially, Mary just doesn't say a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it, it's amazing how devoted... I mean, you, you can see it in her. I mean, this whole process, the family. She's so devoted, but when it comes to... Cody having her back in these later seasons, it's like he wasn't there and you still stuck by for so long. Yep. I mean, years after you should have probably moved on. Like 10 years after it was over. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Back at the house, everyone's playing in the leaves, hanging out, having a nice afternoon. 
Daddy Logan opens the door to the house and shouts, I need help getting the pumpkins, please. Again, because Cody's doing nothing and cannot help him. But it was interesting. The kids react. I mean, I know he's the older brother, but they react pretty good when he needs uh, some help from them. Yeah. We catch Robin going off to get pumpkin carving kits and egg drop soup for Maddie. This killed you inside, didn't it? It totally killed me. We're waiting until the moment we are getting like ready to carve the pumpkins. We're getting them out of the car and then we're going to go see if we can hopefully find a carving kit. Okay. This family has like 16 kids at this point. Yes. You're telling me you don't already have pumpkin carving kits after decades of Halloween's? (laughs) Okay, this is what I was wondering, too. Maybe they don't normally carve pumpkins. Oh, Just because it's, like, such a big expense. Maybe paint them? I mean, what? I don't know if they get pumpkins. Oh, interesting. Interesting take. I was just curious, but even then, like, why are we waiting till the day of for this year? Like, you had to plan the filming day. Well, I think it's odd because Christina mentioned she's a huge fan of Halloween. Like, this Mm -hmm. is her favorite holiday. You're also a huge fan of Halloween. But even from Christine's perspective, like, it seems like you're, why are you waiting till the day before to do things for your favorite holiday? You can do things all month. Not you can when do you're things making in September. homemade hamburger buns and taking care of all these children. True. No time. True. Robin, why don't you go get the stuff? So all the wives are the four elements and they want Cody to be the avatar. Robin says the avatar controls the elements, but Cody doesn't control us. I'm not like a huge avatar fan, but I'm pretty sure Aang only controls air. Unless, like, later on in the show, he develops these crazy powers where he, like, controls all the other elements. I have no idea. (laughs) I have no comment. I'm sorry, but can I please be the voice of reason? All of the parents' costumes were trash. I didn't think they were that bad for what they had. I get it. We're going to spend the money on the children. (laughs) I get it. But still. I give them props for even dressing up because I don't even dress up now. I don't have kids. Like, if I was taking them out, I still, don't, still wouldn't dress up. By the way, when I saw Christine giving Cody uh, curls or trying to give him yes, curls, so I was doing like, like the twisted tie to make it curly. Right. Then I thought, oh my God, are we witnessing the beginning of the curls? <laughs> I think so. Was this like a first little dab of like curl? I think so because he wore his hair straight at this point. He would do, we saw the method on his date night where he would put that spray in and just shake it around a towel. And that was the method. And I think we moved on to the curly girl scrunching method. We cut to Daddy Logan out in the back setting up pumpkins and giving instructions to everyone about how to cut their pumpkins. He's also helping cut off the tops and showing them how to take the seeds out. A great dad. Daddy Logan gets a lot of shine. He gets a lot of shine in these episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. Do you ever notice when they have the older kids on the couch and doing their interviews? I swear, I always feel like Hunter is saying nothing. He said a lot this time. He had a few moments. Well, he's the youngest of the group of older kids. Mm -hmm. So he probably just hangs out as the youngest. I know how that is. I would like to point out that the fajita cantina sign in the background of any Brown family moment always brings me joy. It's amazing. After you reminded me of it in the last episode, now it, it's not that I can't unsee it, but it's almost like I'm looking for I it. I am too. Any, any point where I notice they're outside, I'm like, oh, I wonder where, it, where it's at. 
<laughs> is that sign living in Robin's storage somewhere? Oh, I would love it if it was in the basement for no reason. No reason. Yeah, like it was just there. Like Cody says he's going to sell it one day. Oh, here's a thought. What are the chances we get to go back into their homes for filming? Oh, never. Robin really? will never allow that again. She will allow some self-filming, but there will never be a camera crew in that house again. Okay, here we go. It's going to be very awkward if Every single person on this show lets you in their home and they're the only ones who don't. Well, that's going to be it. I mean, even this past season, we were allowed into everyone else's, weren't we? No, we were outside with Janelle still. We were inside with Christine. Even that might have been self-film, actually. Well, in some of Christine's, it kind of had to be because she was moving. So we got like inside Mm -hmm. shots of the home. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think we haven't seen Mary's in forever. But can Cody and Robin really pull that if they're going to Vegas multiple times and traveling? Yeah, what yeah, what is your what is your message? I mean, at this point in in TV, right? We're kind of going away from the whole COVID experience, you know, like we're getting back into things. You can't really keep playing this whole COVID card. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're you tore your family apart over it. Right. Yeah. And getting back to your point, I mean, you're doing all this traveling, you're going into casinos. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not wearing a mask. Like, what, I've never what are we seen doing that here? man wear a mask. Just saying for how scared Cody fingers. I feel like I've seen him maybe in like two scenes with a mask. <laughs> One of them might have been when they were going to get tested. When they I don't had, even when think they, then. Maybe. Um, oh, when think, he suck up his. Spin. And there was one time with I think he was hanging out with Janelle. Oh, no, that was the controversial mask scene because they were going to go pick up the RV. I don't even know if this is a scene you mean. Sorry. But there was a controversial scene where they went to go pick up the RV and Janelle says she has her mask with her and she says, oh, do you have your mask? And he's like, no, I don't need it. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Dang. I I could do a whole episode just analyzing that because of where they were at in the season. Like, oh, you we can't see Isabel. We can't go to this surgery, sir. Okay, we can't go into this hole. <laughs> right, right. As everyone is carving pumpkins, Cody butt dials 911, and this kind of spurs a conversation about the investigation. Mary talks about how every time the older kids see police on their street, they call and make sure the parents are okay, and how it kind of shifted their perception of police and kind of what's going on around them. Christine is doing Cody's hair, and she says, I thought you had the idea of being man because man is powerless against the elements. And that made us all go, oh, that's so sweet. Cody rolls his eyes and says, yes, I would love to do that. Me, the powerless man in this wonderful family, sarcastically while rolling his eyes. Oh, he hates. He hates Christine. (laughs) I know. That's exactly when I was taking this note. I was like, wow, the hate is there. She also rolled her eyes in this moment. They're not fans. It's just these little glimpses of the truth. Man, were they ever happy? It's weird because from the book reading, okay, happy and attracted different. I know different things, but it's, it's just weird. I don't know if he's ever been happy with her. She loved him. She has stated multiple times their marriage was based on love for her. Oh, for sure. So Christine, yes, she felt the love. It was there. And then Cody says like that, like that wasn't a thing for him. Yeah, it's awful. But it's just even more fascinating that you could put someone through that 
and then he turns like the way he judged Gabe for having a girlfriend and wanting to be with her. That'll and, like, never be. And what he's done or what he did to Christine mm-hmm. of decades of being together. And from your own words, like you weren't even in love. I mean, you were just using her that for is, 26 years. I mean, it were, honestly, that's pretty disgusting. It is. And then he can say that about his own son. Everyone's starting to get ready. It's like the super sweet chaos that is Halloween of all the kids so excited and the energy running through the house. There was a really funny moment of Peyton handing Truly off to Dayton and she immediately starts to fuss. Dayton just silently sits there, takes a deep breath and quietly says, she hates me. (laughs) I thought it was really cute. This is how weird my mind is. I'm imagining all these kids are getting ready for Halloween. That That's great and all. How dark would it have been? This is like some weird Black Mirror shit. No, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. You remember how Christine's house was new construction? Oh, her new house. Like her the new house, house now. The, the yes. new house right now. What if that was built on top of the old house's property? <laughs> that would be great. That's how fucking weird my mind is. That's that where would I, that's honestly where I go. be... I'm talking about f- full circle. That would be full circle. What if that was like the garage no, of your, her new your girl, home? <laughs> your girl went from basement wife to now she has this like, you know, beautiful home built on the same third property. floor wife. <laughs> Everyone goes trick or treating. It's really sweet running around the neighborhood. It's absolutely chaotic, as you would expect. And Cody is at home giving away candy to the neighborhood kids. In the final scene, Christine talks about how she doesn't want to talk about Robin integrating into the family anymore because it's done. There is no question anymore. She's a part of the family. Even though she says that, I took it as it's done. It's over. I hate it. We're here. We got to deal with it now. Okay, I have to point out one thing. All the kids home are home. They are going through their piles of candy. And like Savannah and a couple other kids are trying to hand him a piece of candy to be nice. And he just goes, no, I get a pick. Why did that annoy the crap out of me? The kids are being nice and giving you some of their haul. Did we find out? Okay, we're going deep here. But Cody said he's he's looking for something gummy because he doesn't like chocolate. And immediately I'm like, serial killer. Immediately. He probably would have enjoyed a stick of celery more. Yep, serial killer. There's no way. And then this is where the audio cut, the famous one of Robin comes from. She says, it feels like destiny, like we all should have been together from day one. I couldn't have picked a better family. It's, I don't want to say it's laughable. I don't want to laugh (laughs) because, but man, the state the family is now. It's an awkward chuckle now. Yeah, definitely an awkward chuckle for sure. Also, the rumor of Robin like seeking out this family because they were going to be on TV and she wanted that. That's immediately where my mind went when she says like, I couldn't have picked a better family. Like, I'm like, uh. Did they mention anything like that in the book? As far no. as Robin's journey to meet the Browns or no. do they stick to Remember, the Remember, whole- they met at this right. party. It was conveniently perfectly set up so they would meet. Right. I guess they pretty much just, at this point, that is their truth. I mean, it could be the truth, but. I think some more happened in the background. Oh, for sure. For sure. Also, she always talks about being like this self-made woman, paying bills, taking care of her kids, all this stuff. But like there were six months from the moment she was divorced to when she met Cody and she was living in her family's rental. Like, I need to know what job she had. I need to know. 
Hey, man, some people's reality, it's the way they see their reality. Part of the lore that is always missing for me. What was the job she gave up? Oh, true. Mm -hmm. I don't think there was a job. I want to see some some evidence of these job applications. Oh, I told you my theory. There was none. You went to the mall. Oh, I'm sticking with my theory that Cody said you're too pretty to work. Oh, I'm that's if you're totally saying believable. you're too pretty to cook. He's saying you're too pretty to work. Yeah, I could see it on that frustrating note. <laughs> anything else for this episode? No, it was it was short, but it was nice. It's, it's cool to see the Browns in, in holiday festivities. I know, like at together, like truly together. It is really nice to see. Even in future seasons, we're going to see some Thanksgiving, some Christmas. Like I like seeing these scenes or getting the family together. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting, but it's just it's just it's coming. The move to Vegas. We're almost the getting things there. are unraveling. We're almost getting there. Great episode overall, though. Thank you all for joining us this week. I hope you have a decent work week. Take care, stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. 